Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 339. And away we go. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my job. I'm a more breaker. Drink a plan, it's a boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Putty, and if you listen to last week's show, me and Mark got into a little tiff about him not being invited on a shot of BCW. Well, folks, I lined up a little surprise for my co-host this week. I worked it out with my co-host of a shot of BCW, the governor himself, AJ Pan. I'm like, how'd you come on a shot of wrestling this week? And surprise, Mark Schwann. Mark Schwann found out yesterday, and today he has covid so uh, do with that information what you will. So filling in for him, America's favorite agent, your guiding light and mine, the governor of BCW, and the sole reason I was in the hospital, Mr. AJ Pan, Mr. Governor, welcome back to the show. How you been? Well, I, I haven't seen you uh, <laughs> since. Uh, oh, it, it's been a weeks. little while. Yeah, you know when you have the season premiere, you bring out the big guns right. like Roman Reigns <laughs> and AJ Pan. So you know you bring out the heads of the table. So damn right. Well, thanks for trying to surprise my co-host, but then filling in for him. Yeah, and he's uh, quote-unquote sick. He has, I don't know what he has. He has Legionnaire's disease or something. I don't know what it is. COVID-19 but, struck again. I think it's the third time for him, fourth time. I don't think, actually, from what, no, I think it's something else. I don't know. I think he tested negative for that, but it's something else that's going around. Oh, really? Yeah, from what, yeah, from what we were, I was told by uh, Mr. Cole, yeah, I believe it's, uh, I can't pronounce it right. I'm not going to butcher it by saying it. It's some, the Kawasaki, the, the whatever, the, the oh, Kawasaki disease? Yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's what it is. That's still around. Is that still a thing? Well, you know, to people with immune systems like Mark Mark Cohen, you know. <laughs> oh man. Well, be- it's, uh, it's better when it's me and you, anyway. So I know he's listening. So uh, speedy recovery. Hope you're available next weekend for a uh, nightmare at the Mecca. BCW presents their next show, October twenty second. Looking forward. Yes. To hot show lined up. We went over the first half of the card. And the last episode of A Shot at BCW. So go back two episodes right on this feed and stay tuned for the next couple days for the next half. Looking forward to that show. But while I got you here, how's everything else going? How's life? How's you, how you feeling? Uh, everything's all right. Keeping a little busy. Uh, on a serious note, though, yeah, go well, Mark. You know, we want to see you. Know, well, I don't, I don't want to see you, but... Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, we will look forward to tormenting you at BCW. Let's put it that way. But yeah, go well soon, Mark. Um, <laughs> we do have to touch upon you talking about you being injured because of me. Let's clarify Absolutely. that. I, I mean, did not injure you. were the sole and only it's, reason I was in the hospital. There's no other way to attribute this to anybody else but I, you. Well, but we have to uh, explain. People are going to think I had you attacked or we got into an argument. Like, wait a minute. Like, we have to... I, I need to clear my name on that fact. So I briefed, And this has happened. You're not the first one that's happened to in the Shot of Wrestling family. Exactly. Like this happened. Me and Mark uh, so, commiserated yeah. <laughs> last week about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you know when you hang out with AJ Pan, people laugh when they when I when I say or people other people call me Nate. I, I I'm a big Flair fan. I might have called me on time or two, but after hanging out with me, you see how I hang out and I can party. A lot of people, not just you, like other friends, like when they come out with me and they're like, "Yo, we gotta we gotta make it a night." I'm hanging out with AJ Pan. I met the skinny. I met so and so. Yeah. So I feel like I have to live up to a certain uh, expectation. I know the feeling. And, you know, you, you did last. You lasted for me till the end. But uh, unfortunately, afterwards, you suffered the uh, consequences, sadly. So I, think, I think we touched it briefly in the last episode. I want to burn right through this. We went out for Cheyenne's birthday. Yes. It was a karaoke bar. We all were having a great time until they found out they don't have Jack Daniels. They don't have something else. And it's cash only. Now, part of me was happy it was cash only because that means I can control my spending and control my drinking. Uh, so I bought me a couple of rounds, I bought you a couple of rounds because you didn't have cash on you. So to make it up to me, we went to your headquarters where you're literally the king and governor. We spent the rest of the night. I thought we were going to go back to Cheyenne. We did it. I feel bad. I, wish, I have to apologize. We have to go and see him again. But yeah. we ended up staying there the whole night. And like as soon as my drink was empty, I turned around. My drink was full. I felt like I was like uh, hanging out with Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. 
Like, I mean, Oompa Loompa's just feeling me every, every, every time I turn around. Now, hanging out deep, I thought I was doing a good job. I didn't feel like I thought I was going drink for drink with you. I thought I was doing good. It was when you the did sh- pretty good. I was, I was, I was impressed that I was, I was, yeah, I was happy. I was like, it was okay, when the yeah, shots came out. Yeah, the, I think the shots. I think it was the shots that, that kind of knocked me out. That's that's what happens. Yes. And also, I was also uh, I forgot what I was telling, but it's also Friday. I hate going out Friday nights. I barely can do this show, and I'm home. But really, I really got the courage to go out because it's a long ass week at work, not getting too much sleep. So at least Saturday, yeah. going out Saturday night, I can at least sleep okay. in a little bit. So next time I'm we go out, night. okay. No, I mean, Saturday morning I can sleep in, so I get a little more energy going out Saturday night. Right, guys. Yeah, yeah. So you can see I can hang. It's just so next time, let's make it on a Saturday or when I'm off that Friday. Yeah, well, that, that was nice. Jay stupid birthday had a fall on a Friday. Yeah, you could wait one <laughs> more day? Oh, man. Yeah, he could have moved it to Saturday, the jerk. That's why he's stupid. It was, it was a rainstorm, too. Like, he, a lot of people canceled. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Postpone it a day. Come on, postpone it one day. Yeah. yeah. But oh. We made the best of it. Unfortunately, you got injured. You, uh, <laughs> you had it, yeah. Yeah, and but, adjacent AJ Pan injury, yeah. but uh, I'm you over, know that's. I'm very careful. When <laughs> I'm very careful when I leave cabs. Make sure I have everything. Yeah, uh, so I'm always paranoid about something. Um, yeah. So what happened was I was half drunk, half asleep. Yes. And I just wanted to go to bed. And as soon as I closed the door, I realized I didn't have my phone. And I ran like an asshole to chase the cab, trying to wave him down. I thought it was like the the flash or something. <laughs> and uh, the rain. Tripped on something and uh, busted my ass, and I spent uh, eight hours in the hospital. But uh, I attribute it to you. I said I blame Cheyenne too, but he never got back to me. I think he's ignoring me. But but it was a. Uh, I can't wait to do it again. Is that doesn't that sound weird? <sighs> no, it doesn't. Once you get a taste of it, you know what happens, <laughs> and you need to <laughs> do it again. But I have never gotten fucked so hard as I have been with this phone insurance company. So the next that's I, that was Friday. So Saturday, I go to find my phone. I'm I'm going. Yes. I'm sending hours. After I get home, I'm blood everywhere in my apartment, trying to get in touch with Uber, but everything's a fucking robot. And to confirm yeah. who you are, you need your cell phone. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so I finally, I finally like, send a message. I wake up the next morning. Cab driver has my phone. I'm tracking my phone, but it's traveling all over Brooklyn. But he's, right. telling, he's telling me he'll look in the car next time he's in it. So he's lying right. to me. So I file a claim on the phone. It's lost, but I get it back the next day. But the insurance company still has my phone locked. I cannot use my phone unless I have on Wi-Fi and only to iPhone users. It's fucking pissing me off. Oh, my God. I'm getting so uh, fucked here. So that's, a, that's another long story I don't want to get into. We'll talk about yeah. it in a shot of BCW coming up next. But <laughs> but anyway, other than that, how about we uh, do what we're here for? Let's talk about what's trending. Yes. Main focus coming into this past week, Governor, the Tuesday Night Wars. Well, the ratings came out. NoDQ.com at NoDQ.com. The NXT versus Dynamite viewership numbers are in. NXT drew... 921,000 viewers with a 0.30 rating into 18 to 49 demo, while Title Tuesday edition of Dynamite drew 609,000 womp womp with a 0.26 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. I wasn't sure how this would go. I was not expecting this. Your thoughts on this Wednesday Night War and the results? Uh, Tuesday night I mean, night. when you see that NXT gets loaded with John Cena, with Cody Rhodes, with Asuka, with Becky Lynch, with all these names. I mean, what chances AEW have to beat them? Mm-hmm. And not even, and, and you know, and I, and I want to like AEW. I don't want to come off as one of those haters, but it's, you see the, like, I was I was watching it. Uh, I wanted to go back in time. So I treated it as it was like back in 95, oh, 96. Wow, okay. So I had it on DVR, so I would watch the segments on NXT, mm-hmm. and then I'd stop it, and I'd go watch the segment on AEW and go back and forth. Great. And So they were both good shows, but you see the difference where NXT is behind the WWE machine. Mm-hmm. It's storytelling at its finest. Even in matches, the breakdown, you see just how they structure programming. Still, most minute detail. And AEW still comes off as an independent trying to mm-hmm. get to that level. Interesting. Okay. That's the yeah, and I, but again, like it wasn't like you know I I I I hate, I hate going on the internet on social media sometimes because yes. everything gets skewed and you know again AW was not a bad show but in comparison to what WWE produces and especially with the name power that yeah. they had I mean I'm and I hate I'm happy that they did at least you know six oh nine but I, they you know still that's a, but <laughs> I, it's not unexpected. I think we talked about touched about it last week. Like, who's going to win? And I'm assuming you have NXT. What it's all up and coming names. A lot of, like for the casual fan, there's no names. If right. you don't watch NXT, you don't know who Carmelo Hayes is. Sadly, yeah. 
Dynamite, you have the main guys. You have Edge, you have Chris Jericho, C- Christian. Yeah. So this is like their main show going against their s- developmental brand. Right. So who's going to win here? And like I said, they loaded it up with names to draw in casual viewers. And I guess, like, who, who won here? Us. You know what I'm saying? We had two great exactly. shows. Yes. And the people are trying to pin each brand against each other. I understand that. Brand warfare, whatever you, whatever you guys want to do. But do it in knowing that we both, every wrestling won. We had a great night yeah. of TV. Uh, I just was, I felt NXT was a better show. Mark will tell me I am a little biased because I am an NXT, I'm a bigger NXT fan. Yes. I felt like not only was the show better, it flowed better, there was better stories, and there was more excitement around it. If there was like a vibe yes. and energy. That, that crowd was electric, and that, that's a small-ass crowd. Exactly. I, I watched AEW afterwards. Maybe I was a little like coming down from that high. It felt a little flat, the crowd anyway, maybe. <laughs> And I feel like the stories, like that some of the matches are thrown together, like Powerhouse Hobbs and Chris Jericho, that was just random. I mean, it started out hot with that Swerve and Daniel Bryan match. It started out good. It was a good show. I just feel like, why? Yeah. Call, also, why call it Tile Tuesday? It was only two tiles on the match. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't know the card. I thought it was going to be a lot more matches with titles on it. Yeah. But anyway, that's a just that's me, nit, that's me nitpicking now, so I'm going to stop doing that. No, I, and I was telling a friend of mine, so like, you know, like they see what NXT's doing. They have so many people load up the show, like, you know, nothing against Lucha Soros, but if you're going against John Cena, The Undertaker, all these, give us Edge and Sting. Ooh, yeah. Like, give oh, us oh, something okay. like that. Like, yeah. I'm like, and again, like we said, like, the matches were good. I, I, you know, okay, after the Cody Rhodes segment, which was hot, I flip over. Brian Danielson versus Swerve. That was a really good match. Nothing against it. I really enjoyed watching it, but just the feeling for me, I'm, I was more invested with Cody and, like, you know, seeing, and then watching that, and then, oh, he announces, He's adding that night, LA night. So you're adding yet another name. Like, come on. Like, they're just trying. It's like, it's just a joke at this time. And it's like, you know, it, it was just, you know, it's funny that people were like ragging on the other companies when that's what happened back in the Monday Night Wars. So, yeah. you know, hey, they brought out another supply, LA night. And now it was AEW's chance to fire back. They could have called the Audible and say, oh, we'll do on Collision Edge versus uh, Adam Copeland versus Luchasaurus. Give us some more marquee matches, but the, you know why was Britt Baker not on that show? Exactly. Yeah. Why are not your top name that you've been, been? All the pillars could have been on Dynamite to show what AEW is, and I think they dropped the ball on a lot of things. Yeah, well said. Again, it was a good show. Both. Yes. Both, both shows had a good outing. I think it was yes. Tony. Was it Tony Khan? I heard like going back to the trolls on the internet saying you had John Cena, Undertaker couldn't pull one million viewers. Yeah. And then you had somebody come back. You had Edge, and you couldn't break. Yeah. You barely broke six hundred. Yeah, you had Edge. You have Page. You have yeah, See, that's, that's, uh, Daniel Bryan. We can we can go back and forth with this. Yeah, you got Chris Jericho. So you have your own big names, and you can't. You had Edge and Christian <laughs> united. Yes. So, so why, yeah, just like why nitpick? I don't understand. Like, just enjoy the fucking show, man. There's so much negativity in the world, especially the last week going on in the world. Yeah. Just yeah. like, relax, man. Just stop fucking. Yeah, talk about the good thing. Like, okay, they had Cody Rhodes. AW has to like. I, I love what they do with Tony Storm. She's oh, that's please, like yeah. one of the best things they're doing right now. Like, so there's there were parts to enjoy out of both programs. And it was weird how they first introduced Tony Storm. Let's, we're gonna wrap this up real quick. Um, her, her, this character and how it slowly kind of evolved to what it is now. Yes. And how she made a point to say how she's going to throw it back to the classics, where it's silent pictures, where something you don't need noise or anything. I forgot the exactly wording of it was, and then. During those picture-in-picture commercial breaks, you had her. Yes. Which is genius because you don't need to hear anything because it's silent. You're not missing anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pure brilliance on their part. Yes. So, love all, serve all, my friends. Enjoy wrestling. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Exactly. Stop the hate, please. Jesus. Yes. Speaking of hating on things unnecessarily, CM Punk's in the news. <laughs> WrestleOps, at WrestleOps, quotes Wrestling Observer Radio, WWE turned CM Punk down. He wanted to go there. The decision was a no. It can always change, and it was also brought up that there's no such thing as no forever when it comes to WWE, but it's a no for now. That was the decision that was made. It's Vince's decision. Vince, Nick Khan, Triple H, and obviously they decided the negatives outweigh the positives. Never Say Never is right when it comes to WWE. Was this the right move for both sides? And maybe? Are we being swerved here? Your thoughts? Uh, I could de- I could definitely see a swerve happening. Is it a good decision? I mean, look, again, look at WWE's firing on all, you know, ends at this point. Do they need CM Punk? No. Would it be interesting to see him back and would it get some buzz? Of course. That's what it comes down to. But is he needed? Definitely not. Especially now Survivor Series coming up and the big ones. And you now, you, of course, you're going to have 
Roman back on. You have Cena. We don't know how much longer this strike's going to go on, so The Rock could be a more prominent figure. They're going to have celebrity more. Logan Paul probably be back yeah, shortly. Definitely. Bad Bunny maybe during WrestleMania. He made a surprise appearance at the Royal Rumble not so long ago. So yep. with all these, CM Punk is not needed. But again, if he shows up, people will be talking and tuning in. So Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I was surprised to hear this report coming out that they yes. that he reached out and they turned him down, which makes sense because it's such the toxic negativity around him. Yes. Not only the, the way he left AEW, the way he left WWE. Mark talked about it last week about how he would have to make amends with certain people. Yes. And it seems like he had no problem doing that these days. Well, maybe with certain people, because when he was backstage on Raw a couple months ago, one of the points, the reports that did come out was he made amends with The Miz. Yes. Uh, I mean, allegedly, based on what you want to believe. So he would have to, I don't, I don't see him having a problem making amends with like a Cody, um, Seth Rollins. Yes. He's, he's old enough. He's more mature now. It's been like seven years or something like that. About seven or eight years, I believe. Yes. But yeah, it's a hot, hot issue, and they say the negatives outweigh the positives, and I would agree with that, especially now with not Vince's decision, really. Now you have a whole corporate TKO now. You have a boss. Exactly. Yes. So, again, I just keep quoting that. Never say never, man. I don't think this is it. I mentioned it last week. This is his last shot, though. Yes. Because I don't see him going to impact unless he just wants to wrestle because they can't give him the bank. Right. This was his last ditch effort. Yes. And it failed. To quote Ryan Seacrest, for now. Yeah. That's a fucking deep cut, though. If you know what I'm talking about, fucking tweet me out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Do you want to see him back eventually? It would be cool to see a little run. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine, and he was saying, oh. Not Mark, well, right? Not Mark, bridge. right? He burned his. I'm sorry? Not Mark, right? I said a friend. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and a friend of mine, he was, he's like, he's like, oh, but do you think he could come back? You know, he burned a lot of bridges. I'm like, have you not seen W? If Eric Bischoff was able to get signed by WWE, yep. and he almost tried to put Vince out of business. Exactly, Hulk Hogan. Bret yes, Hart. exactly. Yeah. Alundra Blaze in the Hall yeah. of Fame, and she tossed the championship on the rivals program. If they could all come back, if they could all get welcome back, CM Punk was a blip on their radar. Oh. Well said, did, yeah. So. I, was, I wasn't comparing them to like the like the Ultimate Warriors too. Right, yes, exactly. Yeah. Never so. say never. I, I would I would not be surprised if he, we do not see him back. But yes. not for the. Oh, but it'll again, be one. I think. I say if if he does, it'll be a one strike, and that's it. That's what they'll give him. Mm. The deal is. Moving on tonight in SmackDown brought back general managers Draven at Wrestling Covers. I ne- really never thought I'd see Nick Aldis in a WWE ring. So happy for this man. Yeah, I'm happy too. For some reason, I'm a big fan of Nick Aldis. I don't know much of his work, but I just love his look. I love his his presence about him. I don't know his work in NWA, but his work in Impact. He was there. Yes. A couple, he was there a couple months ago. Now he's in WWE. He's a producer. So your thoughts on them bringing in as a authority figure? Do you think they're dropping the ball not having him be in ring competitor? Um, I'm ha- I'm happy to see general managers back. I always when they started the draft and the brand split again. It always annoyed me a little bit that uh, they had Adam Pierce on both programs, but I love that. But I'm like, yeah, this is a little annoying. I, this, I mean, I don't know, but it's just after you've seen so many times with you know warring brands. So like, what you know, it not that it didn't make sense, but you know, he had, there's no vested interest for him. Yeah. When they first started it, it was cool that okay, like they had people to help make the decision. I like that they had the networks involved, which yeah. made it feel more important. Where USA was involved in the Raw draft. And Fox was involved with the uh, SmackDown draft. So that was a cool aspect. But now if you're going to get more involved with brand splits, uh, it's good to have another general manager. Nick Aldis was a very surprising choice. Uh, Happy to see him on TV. Yeah, me too. You know, of course I'd love to see him in the ring. Uh, He has a lot to offer. I've been a fan of his since the Brutus Magnus time, you know, with the British Invasion. I loved him and Doug Williams together. So, uh, yeah, and yeah, his stuff in NWA just also... We worked. He was he was supposed to be on a BCW event years back, but scheduling mm. with NWA, you know, it did just didn't work out. But he was actually announced, and That's he cool. had to pull out, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, I've always been a fan of his. Uh, I'm happy for him. Who knows? Maybe we will get to see maybe him and Adam Pierce in the ring at mm. one point. I thought that when I saw them, and I saw Pierce look, so I'm like, huh, maybe on a B pay per view there'll be a time leading up to the draft where. They'll fight it out for a draft pick or something. Who knows? But there is potential there. I hope so, man. Again, he was just in an yeah. impact main event scene months ago, and he fucking killed it. Yeah. So when I heard he was signed to WWE as a backstage producer, I'm like, really? Yeah. You, you have so much. You have untapped potential here. 
I know he's up in age, but there's still so much left for him to give. Uh, but we're going this route. Again, talk about five minutes ago, never say never. Exactly. Maybe they feel they could build him this way and then he could get it. Because the pop wasn't as big because he's not that, sadly, like a punk name or, you know, a Cody Rhodes Main Street, so. he's not, yeah, he's not the main, he's for the wrestling fans, we know him. Right, but yeah, but you saw now, yeah. in AEW, he would have got a huge reaction because course, they're yeah. geared more towards, and nothing against Nick Aldis, but it's just, the WWE is that conglomerate machine that you heard it where people were like, oh, okay, but it wasn't a over, you know, it wasn't a resounding pop from the crowd, so... Maybe this is how you introduced him, and from there, you could transition him into a in-ring role. One, six of one half dozen the other. Do you think they knew he would not get that big of a reaction, and that's why he just came out of nowhere, the ring the ring timekeeper's area? Or I think so. Or do you think he would have gotten a bigger reaction if they gave him a full entrance? No, I think they knew. Oh, okay. I, I, I think they, yeah. The general, general managers are back. Looking forward to it. You, just, you, touched yes. upon, you touched upon the the brand split between the networks, right? Yes. When they were drafting, you had the what they called war rooms for USA yes. and the war rooms for Fox. Even Fox's yes. uh, the robot was there. The robot, I forgot his name. Yes. <laughs> um, that was kind of parroting as as a new football fan that you are. <laughs> when the NFL has drafts, when right. the team's pick is up, they go to the team's war room. Okay. So, so that was the, that's what they were parroting. And as someone who's new to football, I'm just going to explain to you that's what it is. And you're new to football because your new favorite team is? The first one is the Miami Dolphins. And why? My second why team is, is the uh, Kansas City Swifties. <laughs> so you're completely rebranding them. New name, everything, huh? I mean, I don't know who they are. Whatever team Taylor Swift is on, that's, that's who I'm uh, cheering you're for. You're a Swiftie, huh? Dolphin. I'm sorry? You're a Swiftie, huh? I am a Swiftie. I am indeed, yes. Wow. Something you and Marshall <laughs> have in common. Oh, I'm going to have to rethink my life now. <laughs> he was thinking about buying a Swifty uh, Chiefs jersey, too. You know, I, I, he, he, he's been not sick. He probably went to the movie premiere tonight. He probably went to oh, the Oh, tonight, yeah. Yeah. Probably. He probably acted like he was sick. He left his daughter and wife at home and <laughs> went to go see with his little pink CR on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know what they're wearing a CR, but, you know, Mark is very, you know, because he loves to dance. He loves to dance. He loves But, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Are you going to go see this movie? Uh, I think I might. Yeah, I was actually, yeah, I was debating it today, but and then you texted me, so I'm like, you know what? Let's do a shot of wrestling, and you know, t- Taylor Taylor can wait. You know, she once she breaks up with that, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer guy, wow, she can come up to AJ Pan, and you know, I'll, I'll gladly you could announce me as AJ Pan Taylor's version. Nice, <laughs> yes. Nice. See what I did there. <laughs> Man, I, I feel bad for EO Sky during the. The fast lane press conference. She's asked, "Would you want to wrestle Taylor Swift?" What a fucking stupid question! It, but is it though? Yes. Snooki has wrestled at WrestleMania. So who? Snooki. Yeah, she's Snooki, a reality TV star. You know what I'm saying? Bad Bunny's been on now. He's a major no, star. So hey, it's hard to argue that. But why not Taylor Swift? I don't see it happening. It's Warren not- Taylor when he was at the height of his, you know, WWE again. But they bring in and The Rock back. He's a huge star. Yeah, but Bad Bunny was a wrestling fan. I don't, Taylor Swift doesn't seem like a wrestling fan. You don't know. She was the, uh, Jeff Jarrett's babysitter for the kids. Really? Oh, you never saw? Yeah. Who, who was, are you? you? Who, who am I talking to right now? <laughs> what is going on? Wait, Where you, am you I? didn't see that? All, wait, you, you didn't see that a couple of weeks back that no. that came out? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's pictures of some of the Jeff Jarrett's yeah, she babysat for Jeff Jarrett's kids. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they live close to in Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. One of the things I mentioned last week was how it's so annoying how every time Travis Kelsey did something, we go to Taylor Swift. Even non-Chiefs games are showing Taylor Swift and talking about Taylor Swift, and it's kind of annoying as a football fan. And now here we are doing the same exact thing. <laughs> how about we move on to the world of TV? Unless you have some final parting words for as a Swifty. Got it out of your, uh, out of no, your system? I, I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> It's time for this week's TV Takedown. You see, what we really need to do is break up Taylor and Travis and have Taylor meet Darius Carter one night and boom, put BCW on the map. Yeah, but you know, I'd like to sign her and, you know, maybe she's oh, sure, working recording. I'm sorry. Let me, let me edit this part out. Well, okay, I didn't know. Oh, my fingers oh. Uh, Mark Schwann sucks. Let's get the world yes, of television. The TV. 
Let's start with Raw. Stephanie Hypes at Stephanie Hypes. Becky Lynch really showing them how helpful a woman's mid-card title on Monday Night Raw would be. And something that I've talked about for years on the show, eight seasons almost, how I'd rather have a mid-card title for the woman. And she makes a good point how Becky Lynch is NXT champion. She's been defending it more on Raw than she has on NXT. Is this Could this be a way of testing the waters for a mid-card title for the women's division? Um, I think it is, but I also think it's unfair to say she's defend, been defending it more. It's just that Raw is the, definitely the prominent show, but she has been on NXT pretty much every week. She has been, but she's um, and, defended it, I think, what? Well, she defended it once on NXT and once the pay-per-view, so it's twice. I apologize, it's two and two. And I think, and then she's defending it either this week or next week against uh, Lyra Valkyria. Yeah. That's at, uh, yeah. Uh, the at Halloween Havoc or? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's next week, night one. Yeah. Two weeks, two so, um, but yeah, mid card title will definitely be, uh, would definitely, I, I think it would benefit them because there's so many right now, you know, so many talented women on the roster, and it shows the depth of it. Well, now you're finally getting to use Tegan Knox, and you're taking Natty's experience, and you have the few, and you know, like it's not if you have it, you know, it seems kind of segregated. Like you have Rhea and Raquel and Nia, and then everybody else is kind of sectioned off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so at least we have the mid-card title. If they were to go that route, um, there's a little more room for growth than what we used to see with the old Intercontinental title, like way back in the day, where that would be the grooming area. And you see, like, Mm -hmm. Kurt Henning and the Ultimate Warrior and Shawn Michaels, where you would use that as a potential stepping stone to get to the main event. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like, it was good to see Tegan Knox in what was almost 20 minutes worth of a match. Yeah, yes. When we Every time we've seen her... It's not even 20 minutes total. It's just like a quick match in and out. Yeah. She was able to, to show us what we can do, us in the backstage, people watching her. So I feel it was a good opportunity for her. It's going to be a good opportunity for the other women who can't, like you said, break into the main event scene because it's kind of crowded. It is, yes. So give, I mean, they're not really doing much with the tag titles right now because due to injuries and not being real teams. Right. And I see them trying to form something here with the Nia Jax and the uh, Shayna Baszlers of the world. Like they're, they're, yeah. they're trying to format some sort of division here. But look what the TBS championship did on AEW with Jay Cargill and now Chris Dadlander. Yeah. It, show, it can be successful. It can work. And you have a loaded women's roster. Give them something to do, man. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all for this. I agree. I agree. Yeah. This is the point where Mark disagrees with me. So I'm, I'm happy that you're agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 he, I got a little angered. Well, not angry. But when I saw when the whole Becky. Uh, Tiffany Stratton debate. Oh, really? Okay. But, yeah, I mean, because yeah, like, I, I thought I think I think it, it definitely helped build Tiffany. Like, I don't think it was hurt, harmed her in any kind of way. That entire feud, the whole build up, it actually presented her as more of a star, and she delivered and hit consistent home runs. She's, she, in my opinion, she's ready. She's definitely ready. I think, and yeah, the, the main event she's had against Becky, but not even that. When you see her on television. She comes across as a star. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, and that's what the WWE wants. Others come off as talents or, you know, wrestlers. She comes off like a Jay Cargill, like a Becky Lynch, like a Rhea Ripley. Like she is in a league of her own. So whatever that did, of course, and nothing like the Becky didn't need it. No, she didn't need it, but this opens a lot more doors. Again, she beats Trish Stratus. What are you going to do? Put her now back in Rhea Ripley? No. Mm-hmm. She's already been the champion. So you give her the one championship she hasn't held. And now she gets to work with the younger kids and help elevate them like she did for Tiffany Stratton. We talk about losing a match, hurting your career. That is a very plausible concern. But my, my comeback would be, look at Cody Rhodes, um, Seth Rollins. 0-3 against Cody Rhodes. But they were bangers, and now he's world champion. Yeah, I never believe. Yeah, it's you guys. I I I believe in a lot. Depending on how it's done, a loss can be a win. Absolutely. Yeah, when it's done correctly. So people say they lost. Like, but yeah, but did you? Okay, so you're gonna have you have Tiffany Stratton continue to beat all these NXT women who are good in their own right. But what's that gonna do for her now? But you have her now against Becky Lynch, a bona fide superstar, a main eventer at WrestleMania. Yep. And now it. Brought up her, ta- it brought up her name value exponentially. So, it, again, like that, two losses to her, two two match losses equals a career win. Yeah, because people are talking about her. Even Paul Heyman said she's going to the future. You get to step she, up without, a, without Paul a Heyman. 
Yes. Man, can't wait. Yeah. Speaking of NXT, moving on, Pro Wrestling Finesse at Pro W Finesse, Braun Breaker shared the ring with The Undertaker and John Cena whilst having Paul Heyman in his corner. This was surreal. And I basically picked this tweet because the use of the word word whilst props one of my favorite words <laughs> yeah i mean talk about getting a rub man three legends oh, yeah. in one night eric bishop yes. on, i think on his podcast or during an interview said if he's in nxt a month from now i'm going to be shocked i mean how bright is the future for ron breaker what do you, how much longer does he have in nxt um not too much longer i mean there's, there's still gl- glimmers of him still learning the ropes uh, the way the WWE does things but i was very impressed with the match like that, that, that's even considering pay-per-views, this is one of the big, the biggest matches he's had. Because, yeah, again, with all the eyes on it. Yeah. And having John Cena at ringside, Paul Heyman at ringside. And he was firing on almost all cylinders in that match. The uh, the catch that he got and the like, scoop mm. power slam like right away, that was great. Yeah, there was just like, a lot. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, Braun is on his A-game tonight. Like, yeah, he's uh, with Heyman putting him over. I'm like, okay, yeah, they, they see a lot of him as long as he keeps his head on straight. He definitely has a huge... A huge upside for WWE going forward. But I know he had this angle with Von Wagner where he smashed his skull in or some A-quare quotes. So I'm assuming after Von Wagner comes back to get his revenge or something, I guess we'll see that will be his send-off. I'm hope, assuming because, like I said, the clock is ticking. Yes. But Ron Breaker broke out with NXT 2.0, man, as his colorful baby face, face of the franchise, champion. But when they turned him heel, man, he he hit a different gear. Yeah. Even I'm like, oh, this guy. And I love heels. It's just like, this guy is killing it in all cylinders. Where does he fit in the main roster? Do you think he'll be put in the title picture? Maybe mid-card? Or do you think he has to establish himself on the main roster first? As like uh, they do with Dominant, like squash matches for a couple months and then put him in a mid-card title feud. You're a, good, you're a genius in this business. What do you think? What would you do with Ron Breaker? If you're moving him up in the next month or two, a couple of packages putting over his lineage and then what he's done in NXT as the, you know, the first, the first champion of the new band the new brand of 2.0. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, I think once you build him that way, the crowd will immediately click to him. Cause once you link the Rick Steiner, to Scott Steiner, and you show the similarity, like you show, you know, Rick doing the, the power slam and you show him doing it. You show a Scott Steiner promo and you show the likeness oh, between him. Smart. It's the blending of the two worlds. And you show what Ron Breaker has done. In 2.0, up to now, the new, you know, black and gold brand. It gives the crowd a chance to connect to him. And from there, because the character is there, but again, he's not like a Grayson Wall. Like, Grayson Wall are just pops right at Absolutely, you. right away. Yeah, so, like, he didn't need a huge, you know, a uh, couple of weeks or anything. They're just like, so, the Grayson Waller effect is coming, too. And again, in lieu of that, like, that's how they built that, is that him coming right to the ring. They let him show his 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 strong suit, which was his promos. Not that he's not great in the ring, but you introduce him that way, and it's been working for him. So I think Braun, you go that way. You build, you show the mainstream audience his family lineage, everything he's accomplished, and then at least oh, Braun Breaker debuts next week, and then he destroys one or two people, and then he gets a feud with one of the big mid cars, maybe a feud with like Santos or Ray or do something like that. So we talked about a lot in the show, a recurring theme here is there's a big disconnect from the Raw SmackDown viewers to NXT viewers. Yes. So there, there's a good chance when you bring him up to the main roster, a lot of people won't know who he is. Yes, exactly. So what you're saying, it makes sense, and I hope they do go that route. I saw a tweet. I wanted to save it. I totally lost it, so I'm just going to paraphrase it here. You know, Vince is no longer in the lineage of creative. He has no hand in the cookie jar anymore, quote-unquote. But he's been trying desperately to find the next John Cena. Could Braun Breaker reach that heights? Never say never. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know if I see it right now. I would see maybe if they spend more time on developing him, which they have. I'm surprised it's Austin Theory. That's who I thought it would be. Yeah, me too. One of the next ones. And they just seem to keep dropping. I don't know. Or maybe it's a little bit of him. I don't know. But I maybe. see just there's something not clicking with him. But, I, but he has the potential, so... He was He's one I could definitely see moving into that spot if something's done with him. Yeah, but right. at the same time, somebody surprised you. Because, like, Roman, I never thought he would get as big as he did. I mean, I, I, at least 
more mainstream. Like he, as as the face and the big dog, yeah. he was just okay. This big tough wrestling guy. But now, when they once they allowed him to develop himself more and become this head of the table tribal chief, he's exceeded my expectations. So you never know, maybe Braun has it in him. He just needs just that that right moment. Like Tony Storm too. I never expected this out of her. I thought she was just a t- really talented worker that's been slept on and. Wow, she actually has a personality. Yeah. Like, holy shit, where has this been hiding? Like, this is amazing. So maybe Braun has that in him down the line. Yeah, I mean, it's still obviously way too early to tell, but yeah. the trajectory is there. Yes. And I don't think he's going to become a 16-time world champion. I don't think he's going to be go down as the greatest of all time. But he, I think he could be the next face of the franchise if done correctly. Because he's young enough. What else? He's there. Like, in Austin Theory, he's the second guy I compare yeah. that to. And uh, like he was U.S. champion for a long time, but didn't do anything with it. Yeah, that's why I'm really, really excited about this uh, A Town Down Under team. Yeah, you have two of the hottest acts, in my opinion, together that blends so well, look wise and character wise. Yeah. I'm hoping this could be another launching pad for both of them. But I'm excited to see what the future holds for Braun Breaker. And it's great how NXT that was their main event: Braun Breaker yeah. versus Carmelo and uh, Carmelo Hayes, Thanks. one of the hottest feuds in NXT this year. The youngest WrestleMania weekend main event in history. Yes, yes. On a show where you had the NXT title defended. Yeah. That says a lot about those two and what they their stock they do the company has in those two guys. Yeah. So that was really excited to watch. And uh again, we both And that won. match was surprisingly good too. Um Dragonov and Dominic. Dominic uh, yeah. did yeah. I was not expecting that. No, oh my god I, I think that was arguably his best bout today. Oh absolutely it was yeah. well done. I was really, really surprised. Yes. And you had the judgment they get involved, but then thwarted. It was just, yes. that was, I was surprised. Like, well said. I forgot about to mention that. Well, well done. Yes, definitely. Nick Aldis burning him tonight on SmackDown. Oh, love that man. <laughs> so excited about Nick Aldis in WWE. Yes. It's going to be interesting times now. <laughs> Moving on to AW. Just Alex at Just Alex Central. What? Hikaru Shida is now a three-time AEW Women's Champion. Holy Shida. I wasn't expecting that. Soraya's run was surprisingly short. Very short. I think only a couple months. Was putting the title back on Shida the right move? Or right choice, I should say? Uh, I mean, the fans are into her again. Maybe it's just me. If you had that, I would have had Britt. And if you're going to do a title change, do Britt Baker against Paige. Uh, excuse me, Soraya. And, mm-hmm. um... Put the championship on Brit if you need, if you want to take it off her again. Lead lead off with your you've been built. Brit has been your your one of your pillars, pillars, yeah. pillar. And you know she wasn't even on the program, which was yeah. mind boggling. Really, seriously, yeah, yeah. So that that, but uh, nothing against Cheetah. Uh, I like her. I like her work. Uh, she's earned it. And again, I I the fact they kept going to the point where when she won, it was during the pandemic era, so she yes. couldn't really like. Almost the same as, you know, the ripple effect of Drew McIntyre, yeah. where he didn't get to experience being the world champion with the crowds of people. So she has deserved it. Uh, again, me, if I was writing it, I would have had, I would have loaded up the title Tuesday, and that would have been my, if I would have put Soraya versus Britt Baker for, in that one. But congrats to Sheeta. She does deserve it. She's a hard worker, and she has put in all the time, especially carried the pandemic era for that division. So, Yeah, exactly. She, ca- she, she carried that division in that company. During the uh, yes. Daily Plaza days. Yes. But they made it up to her during her second title. She won the title again. She won the title in front of a crowd, held the championship in front of a crowd. I just feel like you, I would have been happier. I love Sheeta. Great job. But like maybe you have Soraya, you know, the, the leader of the Outcasts. Outcasts have been feuding with uh, Willow Nightingale. Maybe or like a established veteran, like a tie of Valkyrie or something like that. You have other names in that card who have not been champion, right. who beating Soraya would have helped them out even more. Yes, Sheeta does not need the help as a former two-time, two-time champion. Yes, but I'm on a book around. I don't write the stuff. I just feel like I, I think it would have been better if it was somebody else. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. Again, we agree. Man, <laughs> can I just fire Mark Schwann right now? I, I I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to SmackDown, Russell Ops at Russell Ops L A Knight. Yeah, defeat Solo Sokoa. 
L.A. now joins Jay Uso and Cody Rose as the only names to a pin solo and singles match on the main roster. Great company to be in. Are we finally oh, without question? Yeah. Are we finally getting the LA Knight push we've been waiting for? Is this it, or is this just a test? It looks like the it looks like the test run. I mean, they put him in there with Reigns to see tonight how he mm-hmm. uh, handles himself. Uh, I think the segment went well. You know, a little, little more polishing from the uh, definitely a step, maybe a step below others like Cena, Cody, and Owen. But I think they kind of rushed it to gauge the reaction. But yeah, so he, uh, so the, cr- the crowd is there. The crowd is there for him. So he just needs to. Now is his time to get on that level and get right up to then hold his own against Roman Reigns. But yeah, the crowd is there for him. It's obviously now the machine is there behind him. They believe in him, so it's now in his hands. We've been waiting for a push for a while now. That's what I'm saying. That could this be a test because I don't. See, he's not going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. Who knows? I don't, I don't see that happening. I, mean, I would love that. I would mark out, and I would spend <laughs> the next sixty minutes talking about it in an episode. Yeah. 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 But I missed the beginning of SmackDown. I missed this segment originally because I had stuff to do tonight. And I came okay. back and I was on Twitter trying to f- see Twitter's reactions to stuff. And there's that one image that's going around now that's trending, as my co-host would say, that close-up of L.A. Knight's face with the reflection of Roman Reigns in his glasses. Yes. I was like, well, that's a fucking cool shot. And I watched this segment live then before the show started, like, Great camera work. Great camera. Wow. Yeah, I, I was there, like, I'm like, okay, this is really well done. That, that like, was well okay. done, yeah. That, that, yeah, that was. Stupid. Was, again, see, this is the little things that WWE does and AEW still can't grab. I, that, the whole, that's a whole conversation. I hate to keep harping, but it's like, they've been in business for years, and there's so many little things that just, <laughs> to the naked eye, people don't get, like, I always, like, I still can't get how a lot of times, like, Tony Storm is the only one who could, who could throw it to a commercial perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only one who can time it perfectly. Like I'm like, why is it not going to commercial break right now? And they do it like two minutes later once they get back into the ring. And I'm like, where the WWE, like as soon as somebody hits to the outside and they get to a pose, they get to a commercial. So you don't miss too much of the action. Yeah, there's a there, I like, mean yeah. I'm so used to it now. I've been watching my whole life. Sometimes yeah. I'll have a friend over and he'll want to watch wrestling just to catch up on stuff. And I'll take the remote and I'll start fast forwarding. Like, yeah. What are you fast forwarding for? My old code's going to a commercial, you can tell. It's like commercial. Like, yeah. there's a certain there's a certain pattern cadence to their commentary. Yes. They're like, oh, all right, can they come back? Oh, commercial, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good point. I didn't think about that out loud, but yeah, yeah. Then tonight, just a side topic, bonus ish, if you will. We had Nick Aldis in his office, right? Yeah, Charlotte Flair. You had Nick Aldis and Charlotte Flair in the same room. Two huge names. Then we have Jade Cargill face to face, and then Triple H, Nick Aldis, Charlotte Flair, Jade Cargill, Triple H in the same room. What a time to be a wrestling fan! Oh man, <laughs> a lot of people are making waves about this face to face. Could this be just teasing us? Could it be leading something? Because this is the dream match everyone wants to see. Uh, I definitely tease right because I could I can tell by the way when people ask when is when when will she be in WWE and they. You know, they say when she's ready. So I think she still needs polishing at the performance center. But the presence and everything, the presentation is there. I think they want it. I, I don't know. They might want to just rocket her up to the main roster. She might not even go through NXT. I think that they're, they're bet, uh, hedging their bets on her picking it up, picking up the way they want their talent to. The style, yeah. Yeah, that style. So I think they're going to see how she progresses in that sense to decide if she shoots straight up, straight up to the main roster or does the brief stint in NXT. Because we have seen a few people do brief stints there and they're doing the shot right up. So Yeah. LA Knight. That's what I think. That, but there, there's a bunch of, like, uh, that is, everybody wants to see 2J versus Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, I would love, I, I still, I want another face-off between Jade and Brandy Rose. <laughs> oh, okay. I love their pro. They, they were so uh, out of left field. They were amazing. That AW promo was pretty fire, yeah. Yes, and the one thing I am going to miss is, you know, we're not going to get, you know, uh, Jake Carr coming out and going, you know, uh, cut the shit, Cole. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that too. We're not going to yeah. get that. <laughs> Maybe on a premium live we'll get that, but I would love to see her in the ring go, cut the shit, Cole. <laughs> yeah, Triple H said that she's not ready. I mean, we're paraphrasing here. That she still has some work to put in, which is good. 
know, yeah. like, don't rush her. Yeah, like, exactly. I, but are they? Because she's on every show, every brand now. I mean, a brief cameo. Is it best to keep her off TV or, or, or is it sooner rather than later that she's progressing that well? Because I feel like if she's not progressing that well, why have her appear in every show? I mean, the hype is there. We hype can only last so long without a trigger pull, without a uh, well, punchline. Yeah, uh, I think it, I think it is good to keep her because again, you know, like right now, her name is out there and she's got a buzz. So I think again, like they 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 study whatever is going on at the PC. So I think they could tell if she's going that route and like progressing to the point where she could go right up, they'll do it. If not, okay, well you go in NXT to where it's not as important to be as sharp, and she could work with a few and get those wins there, and then. By that time, she gets some TV experience on their independent, for lack of a better term, their independent television before they bring. So either way, she's never lost any TV time. Mm, good point. Keep the character alive. Yes. And good point out for the com- NXT commentary when she put up on NXT. Who would ever thought yeah. we'd see this? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great job. Definitely. Yeah. What, what, Tuesday was a good night for wrestling. It was weird, though. I don't know if I'm just alone here. I'm so used to her being that badass bitch. That bitch show. That, yes. that we see her. She's all happy and smiley and giggly. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> I'm not used to this. Obviously, <laughs> the stone cold badass bitch. Let me give this woman back. But like I said, it's, I'm so excited about her future here. It's it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, we'll, I, I, we'll definitely. They're not going to know to her. We'll definitely see that. It's at the time. Now she's in the big league, so she's smoothing with the bosses. But once she gets out there, she <laughs> will be the badass. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, Governor. We could talk all night, and most of the time we do. Yes. And we uh, <laughs> we still have a shot at BCW record after this. Yes. So, uh, any go home thoughts for you, my friend? Uh you know, again, great as we mentioned, great week for professional wrestling, sports entertainment, if you want to call it. Uh, two, I was a fan of. I enjoyed the Tuesday Night Wars. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the head of the table is back. The same night the head of the bar is back on Shot of Wrestling. So, you know, good correlation <laughs> there. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, Mark, Mark could stay at the Errors movie tour. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't get tickets, so he had to go to see the movie. But <laughs> he, yeah, tried, so he, he tried. He tried. <laughs> oh, I know he tried. But, you know, Hollywood Inc. did not get him in where, you know. Your daughter's, so, you your know. daughter's one. She's not a Taylor Swift fan. Relax. What, you take your daughter, one-year-old daughter, does he Taylor Swift? No, he I went mean, by himself. No, I'm saying that's what he told me. I'm like, dude, come on. He's a lot, please. Oh, yeah, the same way he took us to the pumpkin patch where you barely see the yeah. kid, but that's... A lot of photos for a back. pictures of him by... <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, oh, let me see how cute his daughter is. Like, oh, yeah, look at the smile on her face. And I see a picture of Mark by himself posing the pumpkin mm-hmm. patch. Who does that? An egomaniac, that's who. Well, if you zoom in, her head is available between the space between his arm and his, his, his side. Like, she was peeking through, like, worried about me. Was that that one or was that one the one where he posted for Daughter's Day? And it's mainly no, him. Daughter's and she's Day, looking yeah. on the side like, yo, Dad, can I get in the picture too? And <laughs> he's like, no, 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 yeah, I need a good promo pic. She's one years old and that face said, what the fuck? It's yeah, oh, she, she, already know, she, she already knows what she's dealing with. But she's going to have to fight for every bit of attention she mom, gets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like we said earlier in the beginning of the show, a lot of shit going on in the world. Um, you know, just love one another. I love you. Except Mark. Talk Mark. Uh, Fuck yeah. Mark. But yeah, I love you too, funny. <laughs> There's a lot of hate and evil going on in the world. Not only, like I said, we talk about the wrestling world. Just, you know, stop. Relax. It's not that serious. Yeah. Be, yeah. Uh, give us a hug. Exactly. Like, so me. we could be gone tomorrow, so. Like that. You never know, man. Take yeah. every day as a gift. Yes. But it's been a pleasure having you, my friend. It's been a pleasure. You've been a, you did a great job filling in for my co-host. His job is now Thank in you. question. I'm, I'm surprised he's had the job this long. Yeah. Well, that's a different story. I, yeah, that I, is, have yeah. things, I have things to say about that off air. We, there might be an episode which is like like a uh, shots at Mark Swan. Okay, Mark Mark Cohen. Yeah, bonus. But we episode. just roast him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We just roast him for a half hour. We can we can invite guests on to roast him. We could do the roast of Mark Cohen. I like it. Book it, Marcus Davenport yes. Cohen. Yeah, the third. Yes, Davenport. <laughs> it's a cool name. I don't know why he fucking hides behind. Like he would be, he he would be a, a smarmy Davenport too. So it's not so that far out of the realm of possibilities. Now we're just rambling on, hitting on Mark Schwann. We do that for another twenty minutes. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we do this at the bar too for no reason. It just <laughs> happens. I know we're texting. I mean, look at look at his face. <laughs> he has that face. He has that punchable face. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this show, episode three thirty nine of a shot of wrestling. If you listen to when it comes out. 
stay tuned for the next couple days for part two of a shot of BCW where the governor and I will go over the second half of the card of Nightmare at the Mecca, October 22nd, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Doors open at one. Bell is at two. Tickets are still available. I think a limited number. Yes. Bree Combination Wrestling, B-R-I-I underscore Combination underscore Wrestling on Instagram, BCW underscore Wrestling underscore on Twitter, B-R-I, oh, whatever it's called. <laughs> B-R-I-I Combination Wrestling on Facebook. Yeah, I went today on Facebook, uh, Twitter to see what was trending. I'm like, I typed in Twitter. I'm like, oh, man, I got to fucking. It's still Twitter.com. It's X. It's yeah. X. It's X. So Uncle Elon, if you listen, and I'll take a blue check mark for free. Thank you. <laughs> but it's still Twitter.com. Like, I typed in Twitter.com. I brought me to Twitter.com. Right. So it's not officially X yet. The app is X, but the website is still Twitter. I have no fucking clue what's going on. Governor, where can people find you on social medias? I uh, can find me on Instagram at AJPanPC. You can find me on the X at AJPan underscore PCA. Uh, I'm on uh, TikTok now. I'm trying to build that. I don't know what I'm doing on there. So if you want to see some fun, silly content, AJPanPC as well. And yeah, come out to the shows. Come out to Nightmare at the Mecca. It's going to be a great one. So come out for that and listen to the Shot of BCW. Going to have some fun with my man Putty. I guess Cheyenne's going to be there too. And uh, if uh, Mark is done partying with his pink boa at the Ereskan uh, movie... We might see him there. With his daughter, air quotes. She's not there. The poor kid's in bed. And he left his wife to babysit while he's being the an overgrown Swifty. His wife's probably the one who's sick, by the way. That's well, she's it, sick of him. That's why the COVID that's test came around. I think she's just sick of him in general. She's the saint, that woman. Well, enough rambling on, Governor. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. As you Always know, a pleasure. the song you're about to hear is a parody of Frasier, again, News to my co-host. He thought I wrote that myself. Uh, no, that was the Frasier theme song. Uh, I just wrote different lyrics to it. It still baffles my mind. You're a Frasier fan. You know Frasier, right? I, okay, th- here's the one thing we're going to... I'm not a Frasier fan. I've tried getting into it. I just... Yeah, that show I can get into. For AJ Penn, I have been your host <laughs> at Magoje Party. Until next time. Party out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing. Hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>